I'm getting messages. My mom is calling me. Mama, mommy, mamo, mama, mama, me, me, me. Welcome to the Rewinders. I don't remember how the <laughs> intro, because I don't have it written down anymore. I'm Joe. And I'm Lee, and we are the Rewinders, rewatching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. Hey. And this time, we watched Willow from Willow. 1987? Sure. 88. Okay. May 20th, 1988. Whoa. One day before my birthday. Aw. Not that I saw Happy this in birthday. the- Thank you. Not that I saw this in the theaters. So. I think I did. Yeah, you you chose this movie, yeah. So uh, you have more nostalgia than I do. I for do this. have more nostalgia for this movie. It's not extremely powerful, but it's there. Okay. The very first time I had any sort of experience with this movie was when I was out at the Sturgeon Bay Movie Theater, <laughs> and before whatever movie I was going to watch, they had the teaser trailer mm-hmm. for Willow, and in my memory, in my head, sure, it was. Basically, the name of the movie over a big giant tree, and maybe someone's talking, and like little fairies flying everywhere. There are fairies, yeah. That was not the teaser trailer. I looked it up. Wow, did my memory screw with that teaser trailer. That's awesome. And I've had experiences with Kid Brain doing the same thing of, oh, I thought that was this movie, or I thought that was a lot more grand of a scene or way more intense than it actually is when you see it as an adult. Like just that crazy kid brain thing. Yeah, and when I looked it up and started watching, like, oh yeah, this was totally it because it's the red clouds and mm-hmm. whatever that dude is saying in the in the trailer makes no sense in regards to what the movie is about. Well, but they do little blurbs of things, but they're not. You can't really see them, so it's like hints of what. It may be going on in the movie, and then at the end, the name comes up. But there's no tree. There's no fairies flying around. I'm like, kid. What are you smoking? What's going on? Do we need to talk? You're going to go back in time and slap yourself around? I don't know what I would do. Because it doesn't, I don't know. Maybe I'll be like, here's $10. Invest this in Apple computers. Or would it be like, you can't, you're the same person, so... Would it be like matter and antimatter touching and you just destroy the universe when you hand that yourself ten dollars? Or I guess be, we'll have to see. Won't or we? be like a time cop situation, or we just have to kill each other. Ooh, no! You kill yourself, so it's like the one, so that you get more and more powerful. My child self's power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, yep. So then you, as regular human Joe, have just a little bit more strength of a twelve-year-old Joe. So you're a little bit more strong as, like, no. I, I've absorbed a 12-year-old strength. That, that'll probably negate some of my adult power because <laughs> I was a wimpy little kid. Surprising as that may be. I'm not surprised. <laughs> my memories are very little because I don't think I rented it. Didn't see it in a theater for sure. Probably saw it on TV. Saw just a little bit of it mm-hmm. and changed the channel. <laughs> And the next memory of this is early 2000s when had the whole DVD craze of them being really cheap at Best Buy. Every Tuesday, $4, $5 movies that you can get. So that's when I started 
collecting DVDs. This was one of them. Watched it then. And I think my opinion is about the same as it was back then. I'm wondering if we watched now. it together when you bought it. Because I remember yeah? getting, uh, it, watching it around that same time period and being like, I Maybe. don't even want to finish this. Uh, well, let's get into it. This oh, two-hour-long <laughs> movie. This movie scores long. Did you know that this long movie is longer than Star Wars? I believe it. But also written or a story by George Lucas and is a Lucas film. I believe it. This movie feels like this a- feels like it's two hours long. This feels like it's longer than two hours. And it feels like George Lucas had a little bit too much say in certain things. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And the only other thing I have to say is it probably seemed longer this time because no, it seemed longer when I watched it. Uh, when I was younger in the, in the early 2000s, this was actually shorter because I may have taken a nap in the middle. <laughs> if you do strategic napping, you won't miss much. Oh, okay. The movie starts with uh, words. Blah, 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 baby, blah, 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 queen, blah, 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 bab morta. <laughs> kind of has yeah. this biblical vibe to it. Yeah, a little bit of prophecy. Yeah. Special baby will come and unite all and everything will be glorious because of this new Empress baby. Yeah. So it's something or other. It's boring fantasy starter fuel. Yep. And what uh, what I did like when I started watching it at this point was the color of the film. I know it's totally not story appropriate, but the color, they muted it a little bit. And I thought that was really nice because it wasn't like a fancy fantasy. No, it was more of a dirty fantasy. That's exactly what I was going to say. This is dirty. And I actually appreciate that. I really like, yeah, just medieval times, dirty, gross mud. It's almost constantly raining throughout this movie. And I felt bad for the actors and how miserable they are. (laughs) Later on, Val Kilmer doesn't have a shirt on for a lot of the part. And there's snow in the background. It just, yeah. wow, his nipples have got to be just so tight and red and sore. <laughs> just so well, pointy. I'm, I'm glad They're you're so concerned pointy. for Val Kilmer's nipples. Somebody's got to be. <laughs> Jeez. That poor man's. Anyway. <laughs> so we have uh, a baby getting hefted up into the uh, sky over a rock cliff, and you hear singing and animals bowing. And yep, well, no, it's baby just ba- basically just a monk in a death metal cloak holding a baby up in water. It must be raining again in a sure. dungeon. It's raining. I don't know. Whatever. This is a wet movie. Does it have the mark? Yes, it has the mark. Going to kill it. It's like. All right, you know, we we go right from like, hey, this baby's gonna do it. Oh, now we're gonna kill the baby. Yeah, there's a bunch of pregnant women in prison, and one of them gives birth, but they're gonna kill it right away. But then the midwife yoinks the baby and escapes before the evil queen comes down to inspect the baby to see if it has the special mark. Their dungeon security sucks. Really terrible, because she just walks all the way out. Any one of those pregnant ladies Mm -hmm. could have put on something to cover up their belly and just act the same way she did and walk right out of there. No one would have bothered. Mm -hmm. The Bab Morda, the evil queen, queen. and her her daughter Sorsha come in with a bunch of people. And they walk right past her. Mm-hmm. Somehow this lady just books it out of there, outruns everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's on the land for, it seems, I think, days? I would say days. It seems, because then the baby starts to get curly, cute hair. 
Yeah, a or maybe too fast, but but it's you a know. magic baby, so oh, we yeah, don't know. True, true, magic baby. But she can't. The midwife can't outrun the danger, danger dogs, dogs. or warhog beast Wh- dog things, whatever they are. Yeah, giant I, rats. Whatever, a costume on cute dogs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that are chasing down and wants to kill this baby. So she ends up Moses-seeing this baby yeah. down the river, and then takes the dogs and and gets well, it. she the dogs. Take a liking to her throat and then rip it out, and then she's dead. Yeah. We don't see that, but it is a little bit violent. Though. Yeah. yeah. She's, you know, getting mauled to death by. And she doesn't have anything to dogs. defend herself. She just takes she, it. She had a stick. Oh, oh. She had yeah. a stick. It did. My bad. It did. She should have threw it. She should have had a board with a nail on the end of it. Ooh. Like in The Last Starfighter. Oh, my. Yeah. There would have been no stopping her then. Ultimate weapon. So the baby goes downstream, makes faces at things, ends up getting stuck. And two little kids find her and say, hey, that's a cute baby. Mm-hmm. Dad, there's a cute baby in the water. Yep, and we're in Hobbit Town now. There's hobbises everywhere. Or they're El- call- Elwins or Nelwins? Nel- Nelwins are called. See, I've seen it spelled online, Elwins, and I'm like, I swear I heard it's an, an N. N in there. It's an N. So there's a bunch of little people, actors, and then we get to introduce to Warwick Davis's character, Willow, yep. as the dad. And I like he comes in and, don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> just, we're just going to... Push it downstream. There'll be another one of these human, or he someone co- will find. Someone it will find it. It won't be our problem because I don't want to mess with this. And you don't really get the idea of why they have that mentality because they didn't set it up, and nor do they really fully explain it. Except mm-hmm. they show you throughout the movie how uh, Daikinis humans yeah, treat Nelwins, and then you have to kind of just go, "Oh, this is why they don't want to care about this." At all. Yes. Everyone's a dick to them. Very much so. But mom takes a liking to it and picks it up and just completely ignores Willow. And you get introduced to Senor Burglecut, who is the local jerk store in town. Oh, yeah. He's a bigger, bigger hobbit. Yeah. I'm calling him hobbits. He's angry about stuff. Well, he's bald and looks like he's always hungry. Yeah. He wants to eat. So they, they have the baby. In their house, and things are fine, I guess. And they're going to have a festival, and someone's going to pick uh, a new apprentice to a wizard in town. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. That's different. In DD terms, the sorcerer is different. The magic comes from within, where a wizard has to use and read books in order to establish his magnet of uh, magic aptitude. Okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's interchangeable in this movie. Yeah. I believe they do interchange it as well. I... I thinking either way they look like it's kind of like almost a may day festival kind of thing happening Mm -hmm. and you see willow doing uh, magic acts and they're not magic they're illusions they're sleight of hand silly tricks like he tries making a pig disappear but then it runs out from underneath the stage and everyone laughs at him and willow that's cute though but that's a good little scene and i like all of the the little people actors there's dozens of them yeah it's probably a lot of some of the i would say maybe the most i've seen in any movie yes uh i would agree there's a lot of them and a lot of them that you recognize like oh i've i've seen a lot of familiar faces here of of little people actors and they i like the whole yeah mayday festival they're having and all mm-hmm. having a fun time and there's one they're playing a guitar, except it only has like two strings. And it's, but he's but rocking it's, out. But he's rocking out. He's going. <laughs> then they call, make the call. Oh, the sorcerer is here. <laughs> yes, and he's going to pick his apprentice, the sorcerer's apprentice, played by Billy Bartley. 
He's a he's pretty awesome. Yeah, you've seen this guy, yeah. and we he's in uh, UHF. He's in tons of stuff. Yep. But we did one where he was Grildor from Masters of the Universe. And I didn't. Yeah, I, I you had to remind me who he was, and I was like, oh, that's right. So he has three people who want to be apprentice. Uh, two fail horribly right away. Touch my finger. Pick a finger. Which one of her has the most power or to power to change things? Whatever. Blah blah blah. Two guys select fingers, and yeah, they don't get the right one. Mm. Willow's going to pick a finger, but then he's like, mm, maybe not. And then he picks a finger, and it's the wrong yeah, one. Wrong, and then no apprentice this year. Then a danger dog comes busting into town and yep. tears up a crib before they stab it to death. Mm-hmm. And good, then, good stabbing scene. Yeah, they, they really... Uh, yeah, the, they, the, the whatever Hobbit warriors they have come with a bunch of spears and... Start stabbing it. Their main warrior guy is his. He is wearing armor. His okay. armor is super thin oh, leather. Sure. Fine. Either I, I know it's it's a movie. He's a dexterity fighter. He can't be moving around very well. He had full plate mail armor, Joel. If you we were referring to them as hobbits, hobbits are not known for their dexterity. Correct. I thought they were constitution was more. I'm hobbit. staring at Joe with face of what the fuck, Joe. Are, no, are they? Yes. Oh. Hobbits are all about dexterity in D and D or halflings. It's the dwarves that have high constitution because they're stout. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so then they're like, "Oh, this this danger dog uh, tore up a, a crib. It's obviously after a baby." Yeah, the quick who idea. has a baby, mm-hmm. and then Will is like, "Oh, oh, crap. here's the baby," and oh, turns it in. And then they decide, we got to take this baby out of our village to give it to some human to just take care of and get out of our plight and mm-hmm. get back to town. But we must get a fellowship to go on a quest. Yeah. Yep. This is totally what that is. Mm-hmm. The wizard. What? Sorry. Sorcerer. Doesn't matter, Joe. Billy Bartley. <laughs> what I like that he did is that I didn't catch this when I was younger. Oh. Was the bones? He's yeah. going to refer to the bones, but yes. then he spills them out and he leans into Willow and he's like, "The bones say nothing." Mm-hmm. And I always took that to mean something else, but this time he actually means that they're not saying anything. Yes. Hey, so what is going on? And he's actually bouncing off of Willow, but then uses the excuse of everyone believes the bones say something to recoup Burgle Cut into going along too. Yep. So it's, it was nice being able to take that for what it was supposed to be instead of how I used to take it, which was oh, uh, no, that magic was, bone. It was a good maneuver to get make that uh, bully basically Willow's bully to have to force him to go on a quest mm-hmm. to be in danger to help out actually instead of just being a loudmouth jerk. Yeah. So you have. Burglecut, and then Burglecut demands Migosh coming along the fighter, and uh, Willow has best his best his friend. best friend friend. I'm just gonna call him Sam. Yeah, Samwise, uh, um, <laughs> dark haired Samwise. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they his all friend, yeah. venture off, and then they start going through the walking montage. Oh yeah, and Willow gets acorns that can turn things to stone. Yes, whatever. We're gonna skip the fact that the sorcerer throws a rock, and the rock bird poops on people. I think they pee. Poops on them now. Anyway, doesn't matter. At some point. Blah, 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 blah. Stuff, go, stuff that's not necessary. They happens. go walk in for a while and because yeah. they need to get to human territory to hand off baby. Uh, they make it to what's called the crossroads. Mm-hmm. There's some little, basically, prison. They, they call them crow's cages. Yeah. Like medieval. Yeah. Put, put a human in there and let and them you, just die. Yeah. Yep. Just, just forget bo- about them. Yep. Let them go. 
they camp out right next to there. There's these weird sounds that are never really explained. Yeah. I always took it as Mad Mardigan was making the sounds, but this time I'm like, really, no, it's I, just he just creepy whatever. crying and screaming in the forest that they were kind of nearby. Yeah, is I guess I don't know. That was weird. So then Mad Mardigan grabs, I believe, Sam and hey, give me some water, Peck. Blah blah blah. Peck is the derogatory term for no ones just because they're little pecks yep. of nothing. We get introduced to Mad Morrigan. He he comes off as a big ass, but everyone wants to give him the baby so they can all go home, except for Willow and Sam. Yes, but uh, Val Kilmer, who is played, yeah, he's playing Mad Morrigan. Been there for a while, but he seems okay. Yeah, he's not starving in there. He's not. He seems to be doing just fine, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone else leaves. Except Willow and friend, and then isn't there like the whole army comes by? Yeah, so people start riding by in the morning, they can't stop them, and then a big army comes up. They try pawning the baby off on guys coming through in the army. Yeah, anyone that will take it, yeah. Yeah, of course they're not going to take a baby. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that is, uh, there should always be support for the army, traveling with the army. In this movie, there's no support faction of the army, so that would have been their best bet. But since that army didn't have that, eh, whatever. Then Eric pulls up. Eric is like a Viking character who happens to know Mad Mardigan. And okay. He's like, I always knew you'd end up in a crow's cage, Mad Mardigan. And oh, did you now? <laughs> and says something uh, about, no, he's not going to take a baby, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm just here. struggling to remember this part of the movie because it's kind of... Oh, get on with it. Who is it? Okay, so what is this army even doing? They're... They are marching on, they mentioned two different kingdoms, that mm. Bab Morda's uh, troops destroyed mm. a certain kingdom. They had mentioned that earlier in the movie. Now they're moving because they're going to go protect or defend uh, another place against Bab Morda's army. Okay. That's the basics of it. Got it. So they can't pawn it off on any of them, so they let Med Mardigan out because they're running out of food and they want to go home. So they give it to Mad Mardigan, start heading home, and as soon as they start heading home, the probably worst part of the movie starts. Yeah. Yeah. An eagle has taken the baby in the night, flies over, and now drops it off in front of uh, Willow and his friend. No, it doesn't drop it. It keeps flying oh, keeps with it. it. And then there's But there's the two brownies on top of the eagle shouting mm. about, I stole the baby! I stole the baby! He's so stupid! And it's... Yes, they have French oh. accents. Uh, so these brownies are three feet... No, excuse me, three inches tall uh, woodland spirits that have spears and yeah. uh, shooting arrows at the... Yep. And, and stuff and... Then there's fairies around. Then we see the Big spirit of wood the, the wood spirit, spirit yeah. glowing lady thing mm-hmm. that tells us the baby's name. And the baby says, it can't go with Val Kilmer. It has to go with you. This baby chose you, Willow, to protect her. So you got to go to an island. Lee. Yeah, he's got to go to uh, Roselle, who's on an island. And that's, and then and that's she's a gonna, sorceress? Yeah, and then okay. she's going to take them to Tiraz Lee to get the army or whatever to protect. You know these names? Holy I didn't know it job. when I started. Okay. But I made cause... sure I wrote down names because I'm oh. always terrible with names. And, and you're doing a great job because I just blanked out when I don't give a <laughs> fuck about these stupid names. So this part of the movie, though, when this... 
tree spirit or wooden well, spirit uh-huh. comes up. Willow's like, I, I just want to go home. And mm-hmm. the lady's like, fine, and disappears. And then she's like, you want? No. Fuck you. And then she comes back bigger, and she's like, the world will burn if you do not do this. And then Willow's like, Jesus, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, the, if, if this baby is killed or something like that, then the rest of the evil powers will take over and kill your... I'm assuming that this uh, evil queen, Babmorda, basically will feed on this baby's soul to stay younger for longer. I don't know. I have a reason to believe that, and I'll express it later. Okay. Remember to... Yeah. Then the spirit gives Willow a wand that's her own wand, but... I don't know. She's just this floaty spirit. Why does she have a wand? Whatever. And sends them off on their way to go find Roselle, who is... uh, Sent to an island, blah blah blah. And we have the worst part of the movie. They two, send brownies with two them. stupid brownies. One is played by Kevin Pollock, and the other one is I don't know who he is. And I want these fuckers to go away and die. They made the movie just insufferable for me. When I watched this, I think in my twenties uh, or whenever it was, uh-huh. I think that's when I shut it off was because of the brownies. Is because I they're, could not stand it. They're supposed to be the comic relief, and they're annoying as shit. They are, and the visual effects don't work oh, at all they for do them. Not stand up at all. Nope. All the compositing in this movie is really bad. Really bad. But the stop motion is really good. Later on with that double-headed monster thing? The double-headed monster thing. Yeah, that was fine. The skull-walking table thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. But... But this, and they're in this movie a lot. Yeah. I don't... And now I'm trying to remember, in my 20s, did I also... Maybe I did watch it with you, and we just stopped watching the movie. Yeah. Or I just didn't pay any attention at all, and I don't remember it. But holy crap, they're now throughout this movie. Yeah. Being annoying, they're in backpacks, they're... Always cheering, they're in mortal danger. Like, oh no, they might fall out of this thing. I don't care. Do it. Die. Somebody kill these things. Yeah. Uh, I I saw them this time as one for me. If I'm just watching it by myself uh-huh. or with other adults, this is the worst thing to happen to this movie. Hands down, it's the worst thing. But if I had kids and I wanted to pull okay. them into fantasy, hmm. this would be a good gateway because that plays into kids liking slapstick, liking the stupid, silly jokes that they make. I that I could understand. But without kids being involved, get them the hell out of there. That's true. Kids are dumb. They do like dumb things, especially Kevin Pollock with a French accent for some reason. Which one was he? Was he the shorter one or the taller he's one? A, Kevin Pollock's always been a short man, so, so even, as a, the, even as a brownie, he's a short. He's the one who has a rat hat. Yeah, the rat hat. The okay. rat, rat hat. Yeah. So anyway, they head off to this island, more walking. They stop at a, a tavern. Oh, and best friend goes back home. I don't even remember how that worked out when I was watching it. Because all of a sudden he was gone. Because you know, he said, tell my tell my wife I'm not coming back. I'm going on an epic quest. It must have happened right away after getting mm-hmm. the wand. And then Sam wasn't in on the epic journey. He no, just no. wanted to help. He wanted to make sure Will didn't die. But yeah. now it's like, okay, you're. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. Yep. These brownies are fucking annoying. I'm out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to take over. I'm going to bang your wife. Sorry. And this is where he becomes... Not as good as Sam, because Sam was yes. going to drown himself for Frodo. True. But but anyway. there weren't brownies around, so... Yeah, we, Sam we may have know. drowned he, himself if there were brownies around. <laughs> we just would have eaten them. Like, hey, Samwise, where are the brownies? I don't know, they're gone. Seconds. Mm, 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 mm. 
Want some jerky? <laughs> they uh, get to this tavern. All the daikinis or humans are all like, get out of here, pack all, skin you all alive. Start throwing lettuce at them. Cabbage. And, and yeah. Cabbage or whatever at them that they have handy. on them. I, I mean, you know what? When I'm at a bar and I always have cabbage or lettuce <laughs> ready to throw at people I don't like. Just, <laughs> yeah, get out of here, you. I like, though, he walks up to the one woman and asks her for milk. Jerk. What? what why didn't you ask anyone else for milk? Why did you go to the woman to ask for milk? War. This is kind of creepy suddenly. Willow, a little weird. <laughs> or do they have an ability to know when women are lactating? <laughs> Never expressed. Oh, maybe. It's in my character sheet. All of these, uh, whatever things they're called, have an ability to sense lactation. <laughs> it says it here on my character sheet. <laughs> so then they hide from the daikinis underneath the staircase and. Call them humans. <laughs> God damn it. Don't call them. <laughs> I'll not, no, they're humans, call them that. Some drunk, oh, they're having flail fight in the bar on people's shoulders, and one of them falls over and knocks him through a wall. Oh, and magically they're back with Bat- Mad Mardigan, who's sleeping with someone's wife. I thought you were going to say Batman, uh, which he was, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I may have almost said Bat Mardigan. Bat Mardigan, <laughs> Val Kilmer is Bat Mardigan. <laughs> Look at his terrible hair. And this is his cross-dressing scene where they have where he has apple boobs. Yeah, because he was sleeping with a wife and he's somebody's wife. Yeah, and, and he's trying to leave, and then the husband comes in and he starts feeling her yeah, Mad Morgan up. Terrible scene where it's just like And he's like, Oh, oh no, I'm not interested. I must leave now. <laughs> but thankfully, before there's any more rape apple groping. Yeah, and, whatever. Yeah, and like right in front of his wife being like, yep, yeah, whatever, I'm going to do this now. This is happening now. Kale and his army, which we didn't mention. You mentioned him before. Skull uh, guy face. Skull guy. So he's the big knight for Bemorda, yes. the evil queen, who's out searching with Sorsha. And Sorsha's pissed off because she should be able to get the baby and, and come back. And not, he doesn't need Kale's help. And, okay, you're saying a bunch of names. Sorsha is the, the, queen's, the daughter. queen's daughter who is a warrior and she's got a helmet on. Yes, and, and she sword. has a bow. And she's got she's bow really, and arrow. She has arrows on her back, arrows. and that's really what sticks out. Okay. Kale's got the mask, and I really like that his name is Kale because it's one of those like foods that are out there that everyone puts in like, oh, God, it's healthy. It tastes terrible, uh-huh. but it's good for you and stuff. It's the bad guy in this movie. Uh, you remembered his name. I'm proud of you, too, because <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I don't care about any of these characters. <laughs> so anyway, Except he busts for- into the, the tavern, and then they're going to search for babies. And then... I take that back. I do care about Warwick Davis's character, because I like Warwick Davis. I, I do like Warwick Davis. Yes, I like him. So they bust in there. They find the baby. They're going to take the baby. But then they also show that it's Mad Mardigan, not a woman, because Sorsha mm-hmm. unmasks them because, oh, you're pretty strong for a woman. And don't we go on a big, like, chase? Yep. That's like a uh, wagon chase yes. and chariot chase thing yes. here? Yes. Okay, the big fight, which is actually done pretty well, I think. And yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. A lot of shenanigans and people getting hit in the faces with, with boards and mm-hmm. and other things. Felt bad for some of the horses, but yeah, that happens in movies so so yeah yeah they escape with the baby in a cart big fight stuff happens they stop they get out man morgan's like i'm out of here that's the last you'll see of me goodbye yes and then willow is just like no you gotta come with us we need we need you he starts laying on the we need you Mm -hmm. 
And Mad Mardigan actually cares about the baby a bit. A little bit. And so he tries to cover up the fact that he actually kind of cares with, oh, God, I'm going that way. Great. Now we have to walk together. Yep. Uh, It works. Because he's a big, tough man. He don't need no help from nobody or has feelings at all. Yeah, so they get to the lake and they have to cross it to get to the sorceress that has the the sorcerers. They find out she was turned into a possum of some kind or something? I think it's a lemur. Does she say that, try to transform me back or... And now I'm... Yeah, but Willow doesn't know how to do it. Okay. And she's pissed off because, uh-huh. hey, this great sorceress sent me a nobody. And the sorceress can talk, right? Yeah. She's like going, oh, I talk like this even though I'm yep. trapped inside a little animal. Yep. And I think my eyelids started getting heavy around this point. It's kind of, huh. Oh, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. It's just a really long movie. So uh, I'll let you continue. on. What, tell me what happens. Okay, so they take her off the island, and when they get back to shore, bad guys roll up with Mad Mardigan because they captured him on the road. Oh, they captured him off scene, off screen? Yeah, and they bl- <laughs> they blame Mad Mardigan for bringing the bad guys to them. Oh. But then immediately, the bad guys go, see, I told you we could find him without your help. And so it's like, well, there's no tension now. You set okay. up tension and then immediately relieved it. Oh, yeah, and this, oh, yeah, and then I... I think I see, yeah, Val Kilmer, he's just wearing almost nothing, and mm-hmm. he looks really cold. So then they tie him up, Willow and Mad Mardigan, and drag him behind a oh, cart. Okay. Sorsha kind of, like, just says mean things to Mad Mardigan on the road. Mad Mardigan is like, I want to break her leg. Didn't she kick him in the face or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, she kicks oh, him in the okay. face. They get it to, into snow because apparently they've been going up mountains. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it does, it's not really explained. Then he picks up Willow and they get into a camp and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. They get put in a little cell. They're in the cell for a little bit and then somehow the brownies catch up. Ugh. How they made that much, that good of time, who knows? But they caught up and they uh, jimmy them out of their prison. Mm, oh, I need a pretzel. Hold on. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's right. We're, oh, we're doing a movie. Oh, sorry. Mm, really interesting stuff here yeah. happening. Mm. And Mad Morgan's like, no, I'll do it myself. And they're like, don't you touch our spear. Hits Mad Morgan in the face with the love dust, I'll call it. It's in it's in my notes somewhere, but oh, yeah. I haven't been using my notes this whole time, no. so I can't uh, find it. The brownies have fairy powder that can make people fall in love. Yeah, and they show that a little bit in the tavern. Tavern where one of them gets hit in the face and falls in love with the cat. Yeah, and I was come on, cat, kill it, eat it, uh, eat it. Yeah, it was. So now it's established here. They have yeah. magic fairy dust, love potion. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about how this could lead down to very unethical things, but whatever. That's where my brain went. I was like, what do you mean? I like it. Because he should have fallen the brownie was going to hit a young woman in the tavern with the love dust so that she would have to look at him and fall in love with him. Oh, I forgot about that part. I was like, that's creepy as shit. I thought you meant when Mad Morgan got hit with it and he turns oh, to no. Willow and he's like, hey, Willow, sup? Somehow sup, it Willow. doesn't work. If, it, if you understand. Because it ain't natural. <laughs> inter, interspecies stuff. Wait, no. Because he also Never looks mind. at Roselle, who's now a bird, because Willow tried to transform her and oh, failed. Oh, okay. Okay. And he doesn't get affected by that. But then he goes. they go to get the baby back, because they got jimmied out of the baby thing. Baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> and Mad Morgan is high as hell. He's like just... 
Yeah, everything's good, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mad Morgan sees Sorsha, falls in love with Sorsha because of the powder. Ooh, and they got married in real life because of this movie. They did? Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I've never seen this lady ever in anything. She's in um, the current incarnation of Daredevil. What? Yeah. What is she in Daredevil? She's... I don't remember the character name. I'm looking her up. Joanne Wally, I believe. Joanne Wally. I gotta find out who this is. Keep going. She pulls a knife on him. He's like... He professes his uh, drug-induced love for her. And almost immediately, she falls for it. Well, it is a Valkyrie. Almost immediately. I mean, he does... Oh, didn't he see, like, poetry and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Valkyrie. But then she sees that they're making off with the baby, and then Mad Marikin finds a sword and does sword mastery stuff, and... Really? Busts them out of there, and then they jump on a shield and slide down the mountain. Okay, now I remember this part, because this actually looked kind of cool. They go down... Really far, far, yeah. far down the mountain, and I like the way it's shot and done. Mm-hmm. I think a couple times you can tell that their puppets are dummies on the sled because of how dangerous it probably was. Three quarters of the way, my Mad Marikin falls off, and Willow ends up inside a house at the bottom of the mountain in a small village. Looks out the window, and Mad Marikin is rolling down the hill uh, in a giant <laughs> snow cylinder. He turned it. He snowballed. And again, this is a point where I'm like, movies, stop being so dumb. I liked it. <laughs> I was back on board now. Like, I like this. At, if it was doing that nonstop, this yeah. nonsensical stuff, it would make sense. But it was only like here, there. Because they thought that the comic relief should just be for the two brownies. Which, like, get rid of those characters and add more to these characters that we I kind of like and more interested in. Mad Morgan has some great funny lines. And, and I remember... Val Kilmer's having fun with it. It seems like he's yeah, having a good he looks time. Like he's and, a good time. Which is strange because Val Kilmer has been known to be really difficult on some sets that he doesn't like. So maybe, I don't know. Or is that maybe this was before he got big. And Well, maybe there was a lady on set that he oh, was interested in and oh, that helped out. You're right. Oh, and going back to that, yes, she uh, that actress, Joanne Wally, is Maggie Murdoch in Daredevil Season 3. She's Daredevil's mama. So when they get to the bottom, they're like, hey, we're free. Uh, we're in this small village. No one questions how we came down this mountain. Everyone's just like, la, 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 la. Oh, we'll fit it. Oh, here comes the bad army now, immediately. Yeah, immediately. Just, no. You, they went down for like 50 miles down this mountain <laughs> and really fast. They're not going to catch up. So then the small village basically does the alarm, go hide in your hidey holes, mm. and then the bad guys find their hidey hole, Sorsha goes into the hidey hole, Mad Morgan gets her at knife point and uses her as a shield to get out, and then they escape. They also found Eric in this village. Oh, with a couple other soldiers, right? Yeah. They said that their army got basically decimated in the mm. battle they went to. He won't join up with them because them taking on Bad Morta, that you're going to die. But then in the end, he ends up helping them get out of the village by him and his men coming out of their hidey hole and fighting. Gotcha. And then they run, escape to a abandoned castle? Yeah, right? they head off okay. to Tears Lee. On the way... How do you know these names? <laughs> I'm impressed. 
Wow. <laughs> On the way, uh, Sorsha tells Mad Morgan all the things that he said to her before and is like, so did you mean that stuff? And she's fishing for lovey-dovey, I guess. Sure. And he's like, oh, I don't remember that. Why would I say that? Oh. You're you're a dick. And then she gets mad, hits him, and they have... I keep saying they get mad, but basically it's all flirty mad mm-hmm. through the whole movie. Kicks him, gets off the horse, runs away, but then stops and looks back like, well, you aren't chasing me. Oh, come on. Come on. Wiggle, wiggles her butt a little bit. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Come on, chase it. <laughs> come on. Kale's army, or army, well, whatever. His little squad is coming. So then they take off, get to Tearsley. Tearsley is basically deserted. Everyone's been turned to stone. Oh, I missed that completely. It doesn't make sense because you can see through the stone and see the people inside them. Because they're like little then, pillars of stone. Then there would be ice. It looks like ice, and when I was a kid, I thought they were ice, Uh but they're stone. I missed that completely. Okay. (laughs) All right. Oh, and aren't there? There's a bunch of troll monkey monkey things around. Yeah. So earlier in the movie, uh, Willow's son said, "Hey, or you could something trolls," and Willow's like, "Why do you even mention trolls? I hate trolls, little boy." Oh, okay. So it sets it up. So at this point in the movie, Uh, Mad Morgan steps in poop and goes, "Oh." Trolls. Uh, and Willow's like, I hate trolls. Anyway, Mad Morgan finds a bunch of armor and weapons. He gets happy, puts it all on. Yeah. Makes traps. Ooh, bunch of bunch of traps. And Willow meanders around until he's attacked by trolls. Yeah. And he's trying to get into a door for safety. And then he hits, uses a wand and he zaps. And it is the freakiest thing. Awesome. As a kid, what the hell is Make, going on? Makes the troll monkey costume actor thing turn inside out into a ball of meaty flesh brain thing, and then two alien heads pop out of it because it reminded me of yeah, the alien aliens. Yeah, popping out. Then he kicks it into the water and starts bubbling, and then grows into a giant two-headed monster. What the hell is that one? I, Willow, that's what are the you wrong. Doing? That's the wrong spell. <laughs> Just magic missile that bastard. <laughs> So, Don't polymorph it into some weird creature, you <laughs> dumbass. That doesn't exist, and no one knows what the heck it is. I don't know what this is. But this sets up another comedy moment where the bad guys bust in. Mad Morrigan uh, does his sword flips, and it, it looks cool. Yeah, he's doing all right. But then he gets like, ah, ha, ha, I'm scaring you all, because yeah. I'm so good at sword flips. Behind me is the Oh, the crap, monster. there's a dual-headed monster behind me. And then he runs out the door with everybody, and they all stand together for a few seconds. I like it. I do. I I, I like this, funny. and this comedy is fine. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Mad Morgan comedy, for the most part, is good. Yes, definitely. All right, so then there's a big fight, and Willow keeps trying to get into a door, but he keeps getting trolls in the way. Between trolls and bad guys. Mm. Either way, when, when it ends, Willow loses the baby to Kale. Uh, Mad Morgan defeats the two-headed monster while murdering everyone in the bad guy side, basically. Falls down in front of Sorsha. Sorsha is like, watching you work makes me hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole sequence of he's yeah running around, going upstairs, killing her men. Yeah, and, and she's, she's just getting, watching. She's getting horned up like, wow, he's a fucking badass. Yeah. Look at him move. Mm. Oh, he's got sweet, sweet hammies. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, he's got fancy armor on now. He does have the fancy armor, and it looks his helmet really <laughs> stupid that had long blonde hair and the top, like a top knot on it. I something. like it though because yes. it makes him look dumb. Yeah, I and do it, like it too. It accentuates the uh, silliness of his character. Yes. 
So then they're together now, mm-hmm. permanently. Mm-hmm. So now they can yep. fight and flirt and not worry about her going off to the bad guys again. Yes. And Willow comes out and he's crying. He's like, they took her, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Kale has about like five bad guys and they rush out. Eric's army is coming in. Kale is the only one to get through. So he makes it away with the baby. Yeah, he books it out of there. Yeah, and I mean, he went directly through Eric's army and just mm-hmm. busted his way through. It doesn't look believable, but whatever. He's the main bad guy with a skull it's helmet whatever. thing. He's a super badass. He yoinked the baby. He said, yoink! And then they had to uh, let him pass. So everyone's concerned now, and they're like, oh no, we have to get the baby back. And, and Yeah, and I'm thinking, well... They lost because all he has to do is just crush his baby's head. Yeah. Right? Nope. Apparently, there's a whole big ritual that needs to happen. Because you were right. As you're going back, the sorceress is going to feed on the baby's soul or something. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But we're not really told what's going on, though. I'm going to go back to that later. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yep, yep. Anyway, so now magically everyone cares. Uh, (laughs) And Eric's army will help now. So they march on the castle where Bad Morda is. It's an evil black castle. It's huge. It looks cool. It looks cool. And there's no forest. It's all, it's basically Mordor. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It looks like it's almost built into a cliffside. Mm -hmm. Definitely looks just utilitarian. Not, there's no fanciness to it. Oh, no, no, no. Very much so. Just. Even Tira's Lee looked a little bit more like Fantasy Castle, but it still wasn't, not like the uh, Gundor big city. No, this isn't really, I want to use a high fantasy, at least for location-wise. Yeah. It's, everything's kind of grounded-ish and grimy and gross, like medieval stuff. Yeah. And they roll on up. Queen comes out, and she's like, what, you brought 200 guys to fight my 5,000 guys or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. You guys are dumb. You know what? You guys are piggies. Piggy time. Everybody turn to the piggy. Hey, daughter, you're on their side now? Piggy. You're turning into a piggy, too. Everybody's a piggy. Everybody gets morphed into piggies. Actual pigs. That's kind of cool. I like it. It kind of was. It was neat how they were like human pigs. They started transforming into their hands. Then they turned into regular pigs. Falling out of their armor. But luckily, Willow yoinked the good sorceress. Yes, who's now a goat. Oh, they he, tried again he, and made her into a goat. Okay, and, he, and now he's going to morph her into... Nope. She, she teaches him a protection oh. spell so that they, he doesn't get turned into oh, a pig. Oh, okay, I missed that. So then they come out and they see everyone's a pig and Willow's like, Oh, we'll never save her now. Which, by all means, the baby should be dead, like you said. Yeah. There's, the, there's no reason to believe the baby's alive. Once you get the baby, kill it immediately, and then you have won. Awesome, we win. And the reason why I think that way is because they never talk about there needs to be a ritual. Yeah. They and, never mention it. I thought they meant right away in the beginning when they took it from the mom, like, kill it right away. That's basically kind of what it sounded it's like. It's dangerous even to, that's why we have all these pregnant women in prison. Once we check them out, baby has a mark on its arm, kill it. But apparently there's supposed to be a ritual. Yeah. I mean, maybe they mentioned it and I didn't think about it. Uh, the goat lady is like, okay, we'll, we'll still do this. Transform me back into a person. And then we have, for 1988, one of the cooler Mm -hmm. sequences that uh, they did with special effects at that time. Yeah, morphing from different animals, a turtle, and then... Ostriches. uh, Tiger? Tiger was the last animal into her. And that transformation between a tiger to her was really good. Really good, yeah. A lot of good stuff, the morphing stuff. 
compositing wise, not great. No, not that. But the morphine was good, yeah. and it, yeah, it was around this time that that was the that new was the cool thing. The cool thing was morphine because yeah. you see it in Terminator Two in uh, black and black or white with Michael Jackson music video as everyone's oh, yeah, morphine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, morphine was the cool thing in late eighties, <laughs> early nineties. Yeah, and they they made use of that. I think this was on the front end of the morphine. Yeah, I, you're probably right. So then turns her back to a lady, and she's like, "Oh damn, I'm old." Yeah, oh, I've been she... I've been a creature, a well, Mogwai for a long time now, a possum or whatever. But I think she's probably one of the most badass characters in the movie. Oh, later on, there is an old lady fight, and it's awesome. Just the fact of how she it, she's. Like, I'm not putting up with shit. Yeah, and We're going to go do this. Just you and me. Let's go mess stuff up. Yeah, and yeah, I like her. And then they turn everyone from pigs back back from pigs to humans, which everyone was probably running around nude at that point hey, and hey, trying hey, to hey, find hey. their clothes again. Hey, hey, hey. And they reorganize, and Eric's like, we can never break into there. But Willow is a farmer, and he knows about gophers. And apparently, gophers break into your place all or his place all the time. And so, so they dig a bunch of holes and cover them with tarps with their horses in the holes. Yeah, and wait for them to open the door. Or no, Willow comes out with the old lady and says, "We're gonna whoop some ass." Yeah, and so they open the door and let. The army come out. It's so not even the, an army. It's like oh, six guys. Then the doors are open, so then they all charge out yeah. of our hidey holes. So apparently the guys in charge of the door were like, our job's done, and then <laughs> yep. went on break because there's no good reason why their army should have gotten into that castle. But whatever. They bolt in. They start messing stuff up on the inside of the castle. Big fight scenes. And they make their way up into the queen tower where the ritual's happening. Willow... Daughter and and sor- good sorceress yeah. and evil sorceress queen witch is doing a spell and the baby is on a pedestal altar altar thing yeah yeah and this just reminded me of Ghostbusters too okay a little bit just a little bit I can see that. but it's a lot more evil dark and creepy yeah not to mention outside it's bright it's sunny. Nothing going. You go into that room, there's darkness, rain happening through the skylight. So she has like this hey, you're right. darkness hanging over her own ritual area. I was like, it's a localized storm. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. The cloud burst right there. Well, you see, the ritual spell that she's casting only has a radius of 30 feet. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Lady fight. Uh, wizard oh, yeah, sorcerer fight. A wizard sorceress fight, which is kind of cool. Oh, um, yeah, the, the daughter comes in and she just gets almost thrown into some spikes, but yeah. then good sorcerer stops her. So yeah. she's knocked out of the fight for now. Yeah. But yeah, a pretty good sorcerer fight, I think, mm-hmm. as they're throwing each other around, hitting each other with different spells and fire and ice and whatnot. Until the point where the good sorcerer is, I think, knocked out or something, or she just gets out choked of commission. Out. Oh, she, yeah, literally choked she out, face scratched yes. because yep, they they end up punching each other. They have punch, a like wrestle boxing match. Lady at some point. punches in the face, awesome scratches to the eyes, and then a choke out. So then Willow has to come in, and he he tries to steal the baby, blows his role for sneaking <laughs> yes. because he gets seen right away. Yeah, then he tries to roll bluff. He does pretty good with the first bluff. He throws an acorn at her. And starts to uh, make her hand turn to stone. Yep. and But then she manages 
to she got push, a, push through. She got a good constitution saving throw or wisdom or saving throw, possibly did she, even. Maybe she used a Benny? Oh, Depending wow, on what system they're doing. Uh, uh, no. Well, maybe people know about Savage Worlds. I don't know. Okay. But uh, we're going to go back to the other fight scene outside. Yes. And, and so Eric gets killed by badass guy kale val kilmer's like fuck this noise let uh, you and me let's bring it and it's so hit. he grabs eric's bizarre sword that to me doesn't look like it should be good for using because it has this like half arm his the forearm is covered along with oh yeah this so it gives you like, no flexibility like a gauntlet thing yeah guard. so it, get, it really cuts down on your mobility for your hand to use it but whatever well you're a professional you are a professional sword fighter yeah, i know I see mean, we don't know all know about what this i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> so he comes after him with that. Of course, the thing is way too thin, and Kale's broadsword, which is like five times thicker, busts right through it. But then Mad Morgan uses it as a secondary uh, short uh, sword. I, for the life of me, I can't remember what that's called, but it has a name. And then he ends up stabbing Kale in the, the belly with it. The main gauge? Yes! Thank you. I was watching you struggle, and just fun. <laughs> I had the M letter, and that was it. So he stabs Kale in the gut with it. But, oh, he but just that's not enough to kill him. Punches him in the face. Yeah, he's like, no, nope, I'm going. a fucking badass. So he has to find something. I think he finds a second knife to stab him in the belly, but then uses his sword his and o- just pulls him into the sword. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, well, the look, sound it makes. Is, yeah. Looks down, sees uh, the evil guy, Skull Guy's uh, huge claymore or whatever serrated sword. Yeah. Push. Yeah. Like, you're going to fall into this now. Squish. And that was really cool. Then back, Willow has hid. Off to the side. Yeah, he runs behind a down pedestal and then comes back out. And she's like, no, no, no. Bring the baby to me. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything about it. So he does, like, fine, okay, here's the baby. But... Then he goes, no, you stupid hag. <laughs> and then he said some more other stuff, which I don't remember. But anyway... Oh, it was really, really just... It he wasn't... dropped the C-bomb in there. <laughs> <laughs> Did some crotch chops. Like, you can suck it. Would it be interesting? Mm-hmm. And uh, he does the piggy disappearing act. Yes. Uh, I never really understood why he grabbed his wrist in this moment, but I was like, is he selling it that he used magic? Because every time he's done actual magic, he's felt pain in yeah, his when wrist. Yeah, he, when he was, yeah, anytime he had the wand and was trying to transform What's-Her-Face back into a human, it caused him pain. Yeah, and, and he so always he, grabbed his wrist. So this he, time he does it again, it, and it, like... I think he's bluffing. He's he's selling it because he has to roll a higher bluff. So mm-hmm. he does that to the GM. Like, I'm really selling it. Like, okay, you get a boost on your roll. You get a plus two now <laughs> to your roll. So that'll be much better. And he must have rolled so damn high because Bab Morda accepts it immediately that oh, Willow had sent this baby he, to another dimension where he, evil can't touch it. He does have magic. So then she flips out, knocks everything over. Spills blood. Yeah. Then lightning comes down, zaps the table, zaps her, and apparently this must have been the last part of the ritual. Yeah, she accidentally finished the ritual but on herself. On herself, yes. And turns into like this blood cloud and goes up into the sky. Did go. So if she was feeding off of the baby to keep her life force going, she casts the ritual on herself. Is now she like a perpetual life force that exists outside of the human body? We'll have that... to wait for Willow 2. Whoa! The other reason why I thought the life force thing sucking was it because underneath her outfit was like mummy outfit. Yeah, she falls down and notice that on her leg. She had like mummy She wraps. was completely wrapped up. And she did look a little bit more old and evil makeup on her face, yeah. I think, during that whole fight scene. Well, so, she was also wet, so. 
Yeah, because reading into her time right here. And jumping off the top ropes to hammer on another old lady. I mean, that, yep. that wears you down a bit. But luckily the old lady didn't get choked, slammed, and is still alive. Yeah. But, yeah, she's like, oh, Will, you kicked ass. And she has scratch <laughs> marks on her face. And other ladies, okay, Val Kilmer comes up and, yay, save the day. Woo. Here's, here's a little pony. Uh, here's a yeah. little Sebastian. You can ride that back home, Willow. And now I'm guessing they're at Tears Lee and everything's better now. Yep. And Mad Mardigan and Sorsha are like king and queen. It's never they, really explained, but it has that vibe. Though. They get the baby, though, right? Yeah. Okay. They end up taking care of the baby. Uh-huh. They're a family. No. Willow goes home. Has a Everyone's, magic book. Yeah, he's got a magic book, so he can learn to be a sorcerer. Goes home. Everyone's like, yeah, Willow's here. Willow makes his own stone bird fly into the sky that poops on Burgle Cut, yeah. just like at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then he sees Kaya, runs back to Kaya, mm-hmm. and, like, and that hey. was—I like that scene because they were. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the end. the The difference was is that he went home and he was okay with going back to life as it was. Mm-hmm. He's he doesn't have that problem that a lot of other fantasy people well, have when they Frodo, go home. Like yeah. I saw all this stuff that the world is bigger and I'm here, but home is no longer home. Yeah, but here, no, I'm cool with it. There's my family. Yeah, I did what I had to do, but. I'm okay here, which is just fine. Yeah. So what do you think, Joe? I don't really think I'll be watching this movie again. I also did not find it as awful as the last time I queued it up to watch it. Well, good. So what about your nostalgia then? It's, this movie is basically nostalgia. There's Okay. Like you said, it's two hours long, but it also feels like they're skimping on story to get to where they're going. They also have throwaway scenes constantly throughout the movie that don't mm-hmm. even need to be there. Definitely. Doesn't explain anything. It's either a a scene to just push a simple joke that has no necessity, that doesn't forward the plot. So there's a lot of, I, I feel, they could edit this down to an hour and a half, probably. Clear it out a little bit. I'm not going to blame any of the compositing or it, it was the 80s movie. It was the 80s. They, I think they kind of probably tried to do too much They were doing too the much technology. of it. It was too much pushing special effects. I think if you're looking for a way to introduce kids to maybe something that's more fantasy or even darker without yeah. going too far, I think this bit. is a good introduction movie for children to be introduced to more darker themes, to more complex stuff. Okay. Because it feeds into their silly slapsticky with the brownies and stuff like that. That's true. I don't have nostalgia. I can tell. This movie was terrible. <laughs> I Okay, what I liked about it was Warwick Davis I thought was very good. So was Val Kilmer. Oh, actually, all the actors I think were doing just fine. It was nice to see a little person in a big role like this, even though he was third build when he should have been, well, at least second. But he's a, he was still he's still a no-name. Nobody knows who Warwick Davis is. Mm-hmm. But I really liked him. I think he's a good actor. There, yeah, a lot of little people everywhere, and that was all cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, the darkness, how gross it was, and evil, which is great. But most of this movie, the middle half is boring, completely boring. I like the beginning and the end. I think it was 45 minutes in until they actually go on the main quest of the actual thing. Yeah, so I had... Two really good 15-minute naps, 10-minute naps in the middle of this movie where it's just kind of, I don't care. I don't know who these other people are. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. So I can see what you're saying for little kids, although maybe not because it is 
it is long. really long and there's boring parts in between. I would say stay away from this movie completely. I don't like it. I would never watch this movie again. <laughs> I don't think I'll be watching it never, again. Never again am I going to watch this movie. Um, I think that's all I got to say about Willow. I'm, pr- I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Well, this is directed by one red-headed... Ron, Ron Howard, Howard yeah. although I don't know he didn't have hair at this point I think it was gone yeah he went bald quick so if you want to check us out go to Facebook and suggest any other movies you'd like us to review or rewind like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at rewinderspod.com alright yeah thanks for listening bye bye